Real Justice. Hello everyone, my name is Ryan. My name is Justin. Welcome to the Real Justice Podcast, a podcast where we rationally discuss and analyze trending social issues. And today we'll be debating on the ongoing issue of gun crime and violence. Ryan is pro-gun and I'm on the side, so Ryan's here to explain my opinion. So, the debate on gun control laws split the country into two opposing sides, pro-gun and anti-gun. These two opposing sides have conflicting views on how our gun control laws should be. Regardless, we're here to have an honest, factual discussion on gun control. Yes, that's right. When speaking about gun control, sometimes I see bias from, for example, the media. Certain news outlets like CNN and MSNBC have a clear bias. One example was when CNN's Don Lemon said he was able to buy an automatic weapon, most people can do it. This is false because he was originally talking about an AR-15, which is not an automatic weapon, it's a semi-automatic weapon. But he tried to push a point that's easy to buy one, which is false. That's true, Justin. The media has an influence on how society perceives these issues, which means that the media has a responsibility to say facts without any sort of bias. The media also has to refer to these terms as assault weapons. That term is made up and it's used to make guns seem scary with no legal definition. When these news reports and even sometimes anti-gun politicians that we need to ban assault weapons, that's not helpful. There's no legal definition for what an assault weapon is. Yeah, Ryan, and I feel that miscommunication is an issue as many people may have different personal definitions of terms. So let's talk about some common myths about guns and debunk them. That's a great idea. First, automatic weapons and semi-automatic are basically the same thing. This is false. An automatic gun is almost impossible to get in the United States of America. It shoots a full magazine when you hold the trigger. A semi-automatic gun is when you pull the trigger once and one bullet comes out. That's every handgun or hunting rifle. Oh, I see. And another belief held by certain media outlets and anti-gun supporters is that they talk about the AR-15 and how it's a military-style automatic gun and it's one of the most dangerous guns around. Is this true and correct, Ryan? Well, Justin, there's a lot of myths about the AR-15 specifically, so I'll go through the biggest myths about the gun. It's not a military gun. The military does not use it. It is a semi-automatic gun, just like a handgun. It's not even the most dangerous gun. Not even close. There's a lot of handguns that shoot a higher caliber bullet, like the Glock 17, Glock 19, which law enforcement use. The 223 and the AR-15 is for hunting varmint. It's not really dangerous compared to any other bullets. It's not the choice for mass shootings. Around 80% of mass shootings happen with handguns. Oh, I see. Uh, to keep an open mind and perspective of this debate, let's listen in on our previous interview with a great 10 student here at Womack. Today we have a special guest on The Real Justice Show. Please welcome Tyler Green, a great 10 student right here at McKenzie. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no problem. So, I'm sure that you've heard about the mass school shooting in Florida this February. 14 students and 3 teachers were killed, and these events bring up the debate on gun control. So we'd just like to know a little bit more about your personal opinion on the issue. Are you a pro-gun or anti-gun supporter, and why? Uh, I'm pro-gun because guns are actually very good for self-defense, as long as they're regulated. Speaking of regulations, in 1996, the Australian government issued a mandatory buyback program. Citizens of Australia were forced to hand over their guns for financial compensation. What do you think of this program, given the fact that it did not help gun violence and gun crime actually increase it after 2006? Uh, I believe that it was uh, created with good intentions, but it just ended up going the wrong way because people started getting guns illegally and using them illegally. Now, let's take a step back and look at this from the perspective of an anti-gun supporter. Tyler, which guns would you ban and for what reason? Um, if I was to ban any guns, it would be fully automatic weapons, which are already banned, and it would be uh, handguns because they're so small and easy to conceal, and they do a lot of damage, making them the weapon of choice. What is your response to the fact that in cities which have the strictest gun laws, for example, Chicago and New York, they have one of the highest gun crime rates and murder rates? I believe that the crime rates in those cities are uh, they're like a lot higher because people with that are normal citizens and don't do anything illegal do not have guns to protect themselves from the criminals who get them illegally. And if you have an illegal gun, you're going to want to use it more just because you have it. Here's something to think about. 97.2% of mass shootings since 1950 happen in gun-free zones. By gun-free zones, you're talking about places like schools, malls, and public spaces in general. Do you still believe that gun-free zones have been effective in serving its purpose? I believe gun-free zones uh, don't really work because people with guns know that nobody else there is going to have guns and there's not really anyone in gun-free zones to make sure that nobody is bringing guns in 
Therefore, it's just a bunch of people with no guns, and then a guy with guns that wants to kill a bunch of people. Yeah, and you mentioned before that handguns are really easy to conceal, so that I can see that being an issue in gun freezing. Exactly. All right, thanks for your time, Tyler. No problem. Let's go into some anti-gun arguments that are not true. The Australian buyback to work in Australia, which implement a program like this in the United States. This is false. The actual statistics on the gun violence was going down consistent rate, and the rate did not increase because of the buyback. But the only accurate up to 2006, which is where a lot of anti-gun people stopped their charts, because if you look past 2006, you will find that gun offenses in Australia have been rising at significant rate, criminals are more armed than ever. The biggest piece of evidence that shuts down the gun control bay is yes, shootings and homicides are a tragedy. No one is saying that murder is okay, but guns take lives significantly less than they save. According to the CDC, the lives taken by guns is 36,000 with suicides and around 16,000 without suicides, while lives saved by guns are over 500,000 to over 3 million. Astronomically more lives are saved by guns than are taken by guns. In conclusion, if there's one thing we need to take away from this podcast, it's that you should take everything you hear from the media, or for example teachers with a grain of salt, and fact check what they say. In order to have a rational and productive discussion, you need to present facts from reputable sources, but you also need to be polite and open-minded to other opinions, which may very well differ from yours. And that's the goal of this podcast, to have a productive discussion on gun control. Exactly.